discussion of current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So last week we were talking about subtle signs about the coming of the Antichrist, little things that you see happening in the world, and you may not think about it in terms of the Antichrist coming, but but it's really, it's really true. I mean, for example, this article... There's a mega church pastor that says Christians are not required to obey Old Testament commands. And in a recent commentary for Relevant, I don't know if anybody knows who this is, Andy Stanley, he's um, the son of Charles Stanley. Mm-hmm. He sparked a controversy when he said that Christians have no obligation to obey commands found in the Old Testament. He's a pastor at North Point Community Church in Alpharetta, Georgia, and he opened the commentary discussing the controversies over public displays of the Ten Commandments. He said, but how many times have you seen Christians trying to post the text of a sermon on the mount in a public place or an all-encompassing command Jesus gave? A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. That's, you know, you can find that in John 13, 34. And this brought Stanley to the controversial section of his remarks. He said, he said, doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? But we're going to create a monument to stand as a testament to our faith Shouldn't it at least be a monument of something that actually applies to us? And then he argued that Jesus issued one command to replace all the Old Testament commands. Participants in the New Covenant, that's Christians, 
are not required to obey any of the commandments found in the first part of their Bibles, he continued. Participants in the new covenant are expected to obey the single command Jesus issued as part of his new covenant. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. Well, but I, I don't understand what he's saying. See, I, I don't know if he's talking about the ritual or if he's talking about if he's talking about the law as it applies to the Ten Commandments, we live those not in our, of ourselves. We live those through Christ Jesus by his grace who has fulfilled the law. Now, we cannot in and of ourselves, you know, live the law. Maybe this, maybe this will uh, clarify it. He provoked strong reactions earlier this year when he suggested that Christians unhitch themselves from the Old Testament. He was preaching on Acts chapter 15, and he said that Peter, James, and Paul unhitched the law of Moses from the gospel Paul preached to the Gentiles. Then he argued that the Old Testament is not the go-to source regarding any behavior in the church. But that's not so. And then, uh, I guess, the president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky, responded to his comments. In an article released this summer, he said the church cannot unhitch from the Old Testament without unhitching from the gospel Jesus preached. Speaking of the Old Testament scriptures, Jesus said, it is they that bear witness about me. So he questioned whether we can deny the Christian's commitment to the Old Testament without losing the truth about who Jesus is, he commented. But another key question is whether one can be a faithful Christian while denying the truthfulness of the scripture. Jesus makes the point that without the Old Testament as the word of God, we really do not know who he is. So then what does that mean to be a Christian? He cannot, you have to take on the entire word of God. He can't try to separate out the way he's doing that. Now I can understand if he was talking about the the rituals because Jesus became the final sacrifice. But as far as when he says, have no other God before me, that holds true from the Old Testament to the New and because about, it's God's Word. What about in Isaiah where it says God has engraved you on the palm of his hand? Right. Where, I mean, how many people get encouragement from that? Or in the Old Testament, I think that's in Isaiah too, that he says he remembers you. Or the Psalms, or, the, or, 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 or Proverbs. Psalm or, or, or Ezekiel, which, which, deals with, right, which deals with prophecy in Daniel. You know, you cannot do away with God's word. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, some of the things are clearly under the law and have changed. But to dismiss the entire old Testament. You see, the things that, that were clearly under the law that has changed are the things that Christ fulfilled by becoming the, the final sacrifice. What about all the wisdom in Proverbs? Yes. I mean, that holds true. That is very true. Or Ecclesiastes. Oh, my goodness. That's right. like a handbook right. for life. The, the whole word of God. Every single book of the Bible. All that we know of. So what he's trying to say do away with the very foundation, the prophecies, everything that will give us an understanding, you can't do away with it, but it's a subtle way of trying to undermine God's Word. And if you undermine God's Word, that in and of itself is, is 
is trying to train people to think a different way and so that they aren't so upset when the Antichrist does come. Right. I mean, they won't, won't recognize the truth. They won't, they'll deceive themselves. You won't realize what you're doing because you're changing your beliefs. You're changing how you think. Well, yeah, towards the, towards the Lord and towards the sanctity of the Word. Let me just tell you, someone sent me this article about, here. this is truly another sign that the end times, the Antichrist is on his way. And I'm not going to read this because this is a very crude sexual nature and um, it's Netflix and Facebook that launched a game to prom it's promoting a now you have to realize now Netflix. Now these are things, these are uh, apps that your children can have access to. And you know, I'm surprised that a, that a lot of children are given Facebook pages. I'm, not, I'm surprised at that too. So parents, you're going to have to be mindful of your children's ability to access these things. Yes, because they can get on websites and apps that you never knew exist and get and they can get exposed to a whole new world of a lot of things that can be harmful right and to think that uh somehow they won't do it when they are actually designing these sites so that the children can get to and them. they're gearing it toward like a a sixth grade level or even oh my gosh i mean this game is gearing Right. I, I don't even know how to describe it without being so graphic. It is just so vulgar. Well, I don't right, and, the, and, and, it's, and it's actually steered towards and, and children. The they say 16 and up, but they don't really mean that. Basically just trying to start them out real early to indoctrinate right. with carnality. Right, and, and you think, and, and why? You know, so you can see the underpinnings of the Antichrist spirit because it makes no logical sense and what, what people are being arrested for as far as child pornography these people are promoting it and yet because I guess with their connections because it's Facebook because it's Netflix they're not being prosecuted but they should somebody needs to take these people to court yeah. and it also just shows that what's good for the goose ain't always good for the gander. that's right so the most I'm going to say about it, it's called a game. Uh, it's a game called Big Mouth Presents Hand Masters, and I'm not going to say the rest of it. But it debuted last year and is centered around a group of sixth graders who are all having to deal with the new realities of their changing bodies. Um, the show is rated. TV-MA promotes Planned Parenthood and includes various lewd scenes and crude language. That the uh, children can have access to is actually teaching them how to, uh, to do things with their body that, they, that no child really should be exposed to. Deals At with, that age, you know, they shouldn't even be concerned about those type of things. It deals with um, puberty, adolescence, and even adults, even prior to that, adults, uh, and, and they make fun of it. They make it humorous so that you know you can, you don't realize 
that it's wrong or that you're not supposed to do it. They make it humorous so that it's, you know, kind of funny. Right. Maybe adults might not be interested in it, but I, I believe adults probably would be interested in it, but, but, you know, children being exposed to this at such an early age would probably find themselves uh, engaged in sexual activity where they never would have even considered it. So now the Parents Television Council, which regularly urges media content providers and advertisers to be more family-friendly, family believes the game represents a new low for Netflix in its sexualization of children. There is something that a lot of kids are going to experiment with as they become more aware of their bodies. And um, so kids are going to be experimenting, and I guess a certain amount is normal, but then you as parents have to step in and tell them what is normal, what is normal. I, I don't even know if a certain amount is normal. I just think that at that age, children shouldn't be but this uh, is and, a bad indoctrinated at all. It's in, exposed. Right. It's encouraging bad behavior, crude, debasing, demeaning behavior. Right. There's a litany of adjectives that, that could apply to this, but it's um, garbage. In my opinion, it's, and it's so contradicting. It's like on one end they they care about the edu the public education of the children, but on one hand you indoctrinating this, so it's like you just so contradicting and so fake. Right, and, and you can see that that spirit. And when she says like the antichrist going upon the scene, people will be so based in their thinking, and. They'll think they somehow that they are advanced, that somehow that they have they have shed the shackles of, of what people consider to be uh, restrictive morality. Somehow they're going to be the new age, you know. They're 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 going to be basically uh, they're going to think of themselves as as being superior now, or if, more enlightened. If parents want to want to, you know, you probably could go to ChristianPost.com and probably find this article on on there if you want to know more but i'm not going to give it anymore but but be mindful that your children can actually get a hold of these things i'm talking about your young children i mean this is eight, a, candy nine, crush, ten, a because, game of candy crush right. on facebook eight nine ten eleven twelve you know because they're so computer savvy and so parents you should be so very mindful of what your children are looking at. As a matter of fact, even at that age, they shouldn't even have access to the Internet because there's, there's so much garbage out there. Okay. So I have this article about Brooklyn witches, and it's just so open. You know, this is the Antichrist spirit, and it's just out there all the time. And now I think it's more open. People are more open about what they do than they used to be. Um bookstore in Brooklyn held a public event to put a hex on newly confirmed Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Then why? Why would they want to do that? That's so ignorant. So it embraced the powers of witchcraft to bring justice to those of us who have been wronged by men just like him. We wanted to have an act of resistance the event organizer told Time um, magazine 
this came, this article came from CNN. It's about having space for survivors of sexual assault who are not going to be silent and who don't want Brett Kavanaugh to serve as a symbol of defeat. So the, there was a second ritual after the main hex, and it was called the Rights of the Scorned One, to support men and women who no longer want to stay quiet about the issue of sexual assault. We're raising visibility and letting people know that they're not alone with the monsters. Even the witches are coming out of the woodwork to stop this. Well, I can understand their concern about uh, sexual harassment and abuse and people dismissing it. What I have a problem with is that you have people accusing people of things without proof. And you want people to act upon a person's accusation without proof. A person is presumed guilty without due process. I have a problem with that, and this is the reason why I have a problem with it. If they can do that to someone like this Kavanaugh fellow, who's part of the inner circle, and if they can do it to someone who's considered to be a green tree, someone who's in uh, the higher uh, upper class, uh, you know, in that society where they are the makers and the shakers of, of law, they could do it to someone like that. What would they do to someone like us? The Lord said if you could do it to a green tree, you know what's going to happen to the dry tree. So if you can ignore a person's right, and that person is basically someone who's entitled, then you can ignore their due process. You know we won't have any. That's what I take exception to. And so I'm all for going after the people who are abusing their their authority. But my goodness, when you do it, at least have proof, not just something that you just say and just want people just to believe because you say so, and people say, oh, I believe her. I said, well, maybe you do, but you have to prove it. Yeah, they also say it ain't what you know, it's what you can prove. Yes. So this uh, Catlin book's put on three events to hex Donald Trump, President Donald Trump. He's hexed by himself. <laughs> they don't have to do that. He, and, he does um, a fine job. All by they're considering adding more public hex events later this year. That is so silly. Because of the high volume of interest in the sold-out events. But here's, here's the thing. Ten dollars. This is the thing about hexing people. You dig a ditch, more likely you're going to fall into it yourself. Yeah. But you sell right. So when yeah, when you when you wish an evil upon somebody, uh, you have to be careful because nice ideas don't come back on you. So now here's an article, and Christian comedian Ricky Smiley now questions the Bible. He says some parts uphold racism and white supremacy. This came from the Christian Post, and he's currently starting on starring on a television show, Ricky Smiley for Real. And it airs on Tuesdays on TV One. I don't see how he get white supremacy out of that. I don't know what Bible he's reading. I don't see yeah. that either. You know, talking I'm about the really Ku Klux Klan. I mean, what, what, where, I'm where really does he get that from? Some of the Bible stories, and I think some of that stuff in the Bible is set up to train black people to be submissive to systematic racism and white supremacy. No, that's only if that's how your mind so is. So evidently, he's been indoctrinated for he, that. He was yeah. asked to explain his position, and he he said, turn the other cheek or whatever. People don't mess with nobody that fights back. People do not mess with, this is his quote, people do not mess with nobody that fights back. 
Black people have been taught to forgive and turn the other cheek for 400 years. And so what did you change? Nothing. Oh, a lot has changed. And the fact that he can get up there and say that proves that a lot has changed. You know, there was a time he wouldn't have been able to make that statement. But I'm saying it's not just black people. Anybody who believes in God's word, it's to the Jews first and then to the Gentiles. Anybody who embraces God's word has been taught that you turn the other cheek. But here's the thing. God will fight your battle. It's not like you're turning the other cheek in vain. It's not like the Lord isn't going to uh, justify you. It's not like the Lord isn't going to intercede on your behalf. It's not like the Lord's not going to give you what and how to do. No. It's, it's what it's saying is that you can't take vengeance into your own hand because God said it's not put in man to direct his own way. All it's saying is that you can't go in your own way. You have to allow the Lord to direct you in the path that you should go. So if he's reading all this into the Word, then somehow he has been right, influenced right. Somehow he has been indoctrinated. And then just because he sees it that way doesn't mean that the rest of the people see it that way. Because I just, I most certainly do not. Mm-hmm. You, you couldn't tell King David that because it's all through the song where he, the enemies try to come at him right. and try to kill him. But yeah. he tells stories about how God delivers and how right. God protects. And he would have to go to the Lord and say, how, how should I order this battle? Because the things that we think that we can do, and it justifies us and that our actions are, are justifiable, it, it might not bring about the results that we really want. And so therefore, we have to go with David. Go before God and say, Lord, how, how should I order the battle? What, what, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to respond? So this is what Smiley said. You see all those black preachers that were sitting around Donald Trump a couple of weeks ago? Same mm-hmm. thing. What's the difference between that and, remember now, George W. Bush. The only thing Trump needs is 8% of the black vote in order to get reelected. So what's George he saying? Bush needed, I'm just quoting what he I know, I mean, so what's quote. he saying? George Bush needed 10 and he got it because he went around and he got those black preachers to preach abortion and gay marriage sermons, which got black Christians in an uproar. And 10% of them voted for George W. Bush that pushed him over the top to become re-elected against John Kerry in and? 2004. What's your point? And they are being used now. Donald Trump is promoting racism and the white nationalist and all that stuff. It, it wouldn't be no reason to sit around the table and talk to him about anything. Once you identify yourself as a racist and a white supremacist, it's nothing to talk about. So it went from... From talking about the Lord to talking about racism. I mean, what's his point? about politics. Right. He, he's confused himself. That's, that's the whole problem. Anyway, moving on to um, things about Antichrist. Now, I know everybody has heard of Stephen Hawking, and he died recently. And he posed in, in 2006 a question on the Internet, in a world that is in chaos politically, socially, and environmentally, how can the human race sustain another 100 years later clarifying? I don't know the answer. That's why I asked the question, to get people to think about it and to be aware of the dangers we now face. But he expressed concern that life on Earth is at risk from a sudden nuclear war, a genetically engineered virus, global warming, 
or other dangers that humans have not yet thought of. He also stated that given the vastness of the universe, aliens likely exist, but that contact with them should be avoided. He warned that aliens might pillage Earth for resources. And in 2010, he said, if aliens visit us, the outcome would be much as when Columbus landed in America, which didn't turn out well for the Native Americans. Well, and... But the other thing is that super-intelligent artificial intelligence could be pivotal in steering humanity's faith. And there are a lot of people that believe that they're in a race of superhumans that were that so you would be able to design your own evolution, oh, yeah. design your own babies, mm-hmm. design they're doing it now. You know, what color your eyes and if that isn't smacking of the sign of the Antichrist, I don't know. Okay, so now here's here's the question. If a person basically we'll probably discuss it on the next tape, but if they have the ability to, to actually single out and locate uh, said defective gene. They, what? A defective they, gene? Right, so that a person, say, for instance, isn't born with, uh, you know, like a, a, a particular disease, say diabetes, that might run in the family, they, they isolate that particular gene. Is there anything wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with that? Uh... With them selecting, uh, they say, for instance, parents come together, say, or, or you have two people who have sickle cell trait, and they come together, and they isolate that gene and take out the, that sickle cell trait so that the baby doesn't yeah, have aren't sickle cell. are they doing cell. that now, though? Not that I know of. But they, 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 oh, what they're doing now is just telling you that the baby will probably come out with sickle cell. Well, but I'm saying that they can isolate the gene and take it out so that the person won't have the disease. Is, is, there, is that wrong? Is that more difficult than changing the color of a baby's eye? Is that wrong? So, yes. Praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. This week's verse of the day comes from Proverbs 12 and 15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearken unto counsel is wise. Ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord and let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, what do you get by humility and fear of the Lord? And the answer is riches, honor, and life. And the answer can be found in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 4, which reads, By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. This week's food for thought is What do you find in the fear of the Lord? Hint, the Bible. And that's Food for Thought.